Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, December 26th, and we have completed week 51 of 2022. Wishing you all a very Merry Christmas, and I hope that you enjoyed your holiday weekends with your family, friends, and loved ones. There's nothing like the holidays to create new memories and remember old ones. Wishing you the very best and looking forward to 2023. Now, let's get to the headlines. The U.S. Department of Transportation has extended to January 23rd the period for comments on its proposed rule on enhancing transparency of airline ancillary service fees. The previous deadline was December 19th. The DOT noted that it had received several requests for an extension from Airlines for America, IATA, the Travel Technology Association, ASTA, and GBTA. Airlines for America and IATA also asked for clarification on various issues on the proposal, according to the DOT. Under the proposal, U.S. airlines, foreign airlines, and ticket agents will be required to clearly disclose passenger-specific or itinerary-specific baggage fees, change fees, cancellation fees, and family seating fees to consumers whenever fare and schedule information are provided to consumers for flights to and within the United States. The U.S. will establish its first tourism-focused assistant secretary position as part of the $1.7 trillion omnibus spending bill passed by Congress. The massive bill includes the Omnibus Travel and Tourism Act, which establishes the position of Assistant Secretary of Travel and Tourism in the United States Department of Commerce, along with other travel industry priorities. ASTA's Executive Vice President for Advocacy, Eben Peck, and U.S. Travel CEO, Joe Freeman, pointed out that the U.S. is the only G20 country without a federal agency or cabinet-level official in charge of tourism policy. The bill passage was a major component of ASTA's policy priorities this year. TSA officers have intercepted a record number of firearms brought by passengers to airport security checkpoints in 2022. As of December 16th, TSA has stopped 6,301 firearms, more than 88% of which were loaded. This number surpasses the previous record of 5,972 firearms detected in 2021. TSA anticipates that it will prevent about 6,600 firearms and carry-on bags from entering the secure areas of airports by the end of 2022, which is nearly a 10% increase over 2021's record levels. Firearm possession laws vary by state and local governments, but firearms are never allowed to be carried in on bags in any TSA checkpoint, even if the passenger has a concealed weapon permit. In order to reduce the threat of firearms at checkpoints, TSA has increased the maximum civil penalty for a violation to $14,950. Passengers traveling by air who wish to transport firearms must do so in a checked bag. Thousands of flight cancellations and delays coupled with long lines and missing luggage at airports frustrated U.S. travelers over the Christmas weekend after a massive winter storm that stopped airport operations around the country. The travel disruption continued into Monday where airlines have canceled over 2,500 flights as of the early afternoon, according to flight tracking website FlightAware. The hardest hit was Southwest Airlines with about 1,700 cancellations, which represented 66% of their entire fleet. Delays to, within, or out of the United States total over 4,500 flights. Now in news that impacts the travel industry. 
The $1.7 million omnibus spending bill passed by the Senate includes a provision that would allow for the Boeing 737 MAX 7 and MAX 10 planes to be certified without further upgrades to the cockpit alerting system. Language on the change, which has been lobbied for by Boeing, was agreed upon according to reports. The MAX 7 is the smallest variant of the Boeing 737 MAX, while the MAX 10 is the largest. Certification delays are affecting fleets and larger impacts could result next year without changes to the certification standard. For example, Southwest has 35 MAX 7s scheduled for delivery by the end of 2023. United has 150 MAX 10s on order. In 2020, Congress passed legislation that addressed the safety features that led to the two Boeing 737 MAX crashes that occurred in late 2018 and early 2019. The crashes resulted in a global grounding of all MAX planes that lasted close to two years. As part of the 2020 legislation, all aircraft-seeking certifications were required to have upgraded cockpit systems by December 27, 2022. Boeing, however, has not completed the required enhancements to crew alerting systems. The Federal Aviation Administration issued the airworthiness criteria that Archer Aviation will meet for its M001 air taxi to be certified for use. The FAA released the criteria for public comment of Archer's electric vertical takeoff and landing EV toll aircraft. The release comes after the FAA made a similar announcement in November for Joby's aviation model JAS41 EV toll. Archer said earlier this month that it is working to win FAA certification of its EV toll in late 2024. Earlier this month, Archer said its EV toll completed its first full transition flight on November 29th, less than a year after its first hover flight over several months of testing. Archer, which is backed by United Airlines, said in October that it aims to make 250 battery-operated electric air taxis in 2025 and scale up production in the following years. Let's get to the news of mergers and new partnerships. EVgo, a public fast charging network of electric vehicles, has announced the launch of a new EV charging discount program for rideshare drivers on the Lyft platform. The expansion of EVgo and Lyft's partnership demonstrates that companies shared commitment to increase access to convenient fast charging infrastructure for rideshare drivers. Via the Lyft Driver app, drivers of the Lyft platform will now be able to enroll in the new program with EVgo. Once enrolled, drivers in certain markets with Lyft Gold and Platinum status can save up to 45% on session costs over EVgo's standard pay-as-you-go rates. Additionally, drivers with Lyft can enjoy waived monthly fees at EVgo's more than 850 fast-charging locations nationwide. SelfBook, a comprehensive hotel payment software platform, has received a strategic investment from Amex Ventures, the corporate venture capital arm of American Express. The total amount of the investment has not been disclosed. Founded in 2020, SelfBook provides booking and payment solutions at hotels to boost direct conversion, revenue, cash flow control, and security. The company has raised $25 million in Series A's funding in 2021 and then a $15 million extension in early 2022. Hotels using self-books technology to create a one-step checkout experience on their websites, which can also be grouped together with services such as spa appointments, activities, and restaurant reservations in a single payment flow. The system supports Apple Pay, Google Pay, and PayPal, along with traditional credit and debit cards. Luxembourg-based travel management company Travel Pro has signed a three-year deal with data management and reporting provider Travelogics. The deal will see Travel Pro utilize the full complement of Travelogics analytics platform, which includes data share, data valet, and data publisher modules. 
Travel Pro, part of Luxembourg's SLG Group, is one of the country's largest TMCs and is part of the American Express Global Business Travel Network. Tennis superstar Rafael Nadal is jumping into the hotel business, joining forces with Melia Hotels International to launch a lifestyle flag Zell. The brand's debut property is slated to open in Mallorca in 2023. According to Melia Hotels, the Zell concept will draw inspiration from Nadal's Spanish roots, showcasing what the company describes as a unique hospitality experience focused on classical Mediterranean character. Melia Hotels said it plans to expand the Zell portfolio to 20 hotels over the next five years, with projects in Madrid, Paris, London, and the pipeline. Nadal follows in the footsteps of other hotel legends who have entered the hotel business via partnerships. And now, news of new travel services and improvements. Alaska Airlines Mileage Plan MVP elites who did not re-qualify in 2022 will have one last chance to get their status with a new fast-track promotion allowing current elite flyers a chance to keep their status by flying between January and April 2023. The challenge is offered to current Mileage Plan MVP, MVP Gold, or MVP Gold 75K status holders who are unable to re-qualify for their status in 2022. Under the 2023 Fast Track Challenge, flyers can re-earn their status through December 31, 2023 by flying and earning base miles between January 13th and April 13th. The number of required miles depends on the status. New York's newest hotel opened its doors on Monday when Le Meridian New York 5th Avenue, the second Le Meridian property in the city, officially opened. The 21-story hotel adds 165 guest rooms, along with 17 apartment-style residences for local stays, to 5th Avenue between 31st and 30th Streets. Its location is within walking distance to some of New York's most notable attractions, including the Empire State Building. London City Airport has submitted an application to be allowed to increase its passenger cap from the current 6.5 million to 9 million per year by 2031. The airport stressed that it was not looking to increase its annual number of permitted flights, which will remain at 111,000, and there would be no change to the existing 8-hour nighttime curfew. London City does, however, want to be able to operate for longer on Saturdays. Flights currently stop at 12.30 p.m. on Saturday, but the airport is asking for this to be extended to 6.30 p.m. with an extra hour of operations permitted in the summer season. And now in news about sustainable travel. The UK government has announced £160 million for funding for projects to produce SAF over the next few years. The five projects, which will be based across the UK, will receive money from the Advanced Fuels Fund, which is part of the government's Jet Zero strategy to decarbonize aviation by 2050. The sites will have to have the ability to produce more than 300 tons of SAF per year once in operation, which will reduce CO2 emissions by an average of 200,000 tons annually. The government is aiming to have at least five commercial SAF plants under construction in the UK by 2025. The production of SAF has more than tripled in 2022 compared to the previous year, according to data from IATA. IATA estimates that SAF production will reach at least 300 million liters this year, up from just 100 million liters in 2021, although other industry estimates put the amount of SAF being produced to as high as 450 million liters. The Airline Association said the production estimates put the SAF industry on the verge of an exponential capacity and production ramp, which could lead to 30 billion liters of fuel being produced annually by 2030 with the right supporting policies from governments. 
SAF can reduce carbon emissions by 80% compared with traditional jet fuel. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this business travel podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeart, Pandora, or Spotify. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.